Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
to the sound. Amen, amen, amen. Alright, please put your hands together for them. Everything written about God is great. Amen. Well, yesterday, prophet taught us about revelation. Amen. Revelation. And he said that there are some key things that you can never have except you have revelation from the Lord. Amen. When you have revelation about something, it's very different. If you know about something, it's very different. So, I think that we need to sing a prayer song about revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There is this song that I love. It says, this is my desire. 
to honor you. Hallelujah. It's about revelation. Do you know the song? So let's rise up and sing it prayerfully. That this is my desire to honor you.
Wonderful church, put your hands together for Vicky as she comes to give us a powerful song. Amen. darkness cover the people 
but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. The Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee, upon thee. Fantastic. Hallelujah. All nations shall flow into it. Hallelujah. That is the Kodesh. They shall not be few. They shall not be few. Means that all nations will flow into it. Hallelujah. And they shall not be few. Hallelujah. Church, are you excited for what is coming? Hallelujah. I tell you, yesterday we were amazed. And it was another level. 
Hallelujah. You could see that the atmosphere was being bombarded. Hallelujah. And tonight, you know, it was Prophet Kaka who told me. He says, what did he say? You know, he can say things to me. I think we were talking. Then he, he told me one thing about a meeting with somebody. I think something. That's so, and he said, it does, not, it, it does not depend on how long you have been with a person. It depends on who you have met. And I said, why? He says, you can talk with a poor man for 10 years. You won't change your life. <laughs> but he can speak to a millionaire for 30 seconds and he can change your life. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how long you have been, but who you have been to. So, even though we wish you had had it for a long time, even for these two days, something great is being imparted. So, it does not depend on the time, but who you are being with. <laughs> Amen. That's what he told me. He said, he said, you can't be somebody who is broke for years. It won't change your life. <laughs> but you can meet with somebody just for 30 seconds, and the person can change your destiny. Tonight, may your destiny change. Tonight, may your life change. Church, let us welcome the chairman of the Kodesh family of churches, Bishop Kakrabedi. we pray, lift up your two hands to Jesus, to the miracle worker and ask him to come and change your destiny. Change your destiny and change your life because he's the miracle worker. Oh Jesus, we thank you. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. Glory. 
Roma yala basata kabali yala balaba la balaba shata kabala. Ria la balaba la baba 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 yaba baba 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 shata kabali yala bori. Oh, Spirit of God, you're welcome. Let your presence fill this house. Let your glory fill this house. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. His glory filled the temple. Let your glory fill this temple. Let your glory fill this temple, Jesus. Let your glory fill this temple. Oh, Jesus. Casting crown, lifting hands, bowing hearts. It's all we've come to do. Casting crown. Casting crown, lifting hands, bowing hearts, bowing hearts. It's all we've come to do. One more time, casting crowns, casting crowns, lifting hands, bowing hearts, bowing hearts. It's all we've come to do. It's all we've come to do. Casting crowns, casting crowns, lifting hands, bowing hearts, bowing hearts. It's all we've come to do. Adonai, 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 Adonai. You reign on high, you reign on high. We will rise in your name. We will rise in your name. Adonai. You reign. You reign on high. We will rise. We will rise in your name. Adonai. Adonai. You reign on high. You reign on high. Casting crowns, lifting hands, bowing hearts, bowing hearts. It's all we've come to One more time, casting crowns, casting crowns, lifting hands, and bowing hearts. It's all we've come to Lift your two and say, Adonai, 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 Adonai. You reign on high, you reign on high. We will rise, we will rise in your name, in your name. Adonai, Adonai, you reign on high, you reign on high. Adonai, 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 
Adonai, you reign on high. We will rise. We will rise. In your name. In your name. Come. Adonai, you reign on high. You reign on high. Adonai. You reign on high, Adonai. You reign on high, oh Adonai. You reign on high, you reign on high, Adonai. Father, we thank you so much. Spirit of God, one more time, I invite you. This is your meeting. Have your own way. Use me for your glory. We bind every work of the enemy. Lead me by your spirit. Amen. Confirm your word with signs following. Amen. May we live here with miracles and breakthrough. Yes. May we be chained. We bind the spirit of unbelief. Yes, we release the spirit of faith. Amen. Help us to believe and receive. Give me the tongue of the learned that I may know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. We give you all the praise. We say have mercy on us. We sprinkle the blood. We sanctify ourselves. We say this is your meeting. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Can I have some volume? The man who shares the volume, I don't know why he lowers my volume. I don't want to scream too much. Who is that? Jesus said, he that is not with me is against me. But I know that you are with me. Once again, I'm excited to be here tonight to share the word of God with you. And um, it's a privilege and an honor to be here. And uh, I want to salute Reverend Osei for the good work that's going on down here. Years of serving the Lord in his vineyard and pastoring this church in New York City. The world's financial center. The devil himself has a special interest in this city. So for you to pastor here, it means that you are contending with forces. So we thank God so much for his life his wife, Elaine, all the other pastors, and uh, the good work that is going on here. God bless you all. <laughs> Pastor Nat, God bless you. Pastor Emma, God bless you. Pastor Nat, God bless you. And I came with my friend, Pastor Michael. Came all the way from St. Louis to be with me here. And uh, I'm blessed to have him here tonight. Amen. This morning, I think we were honoring our prophet. It was a wonderful time. And during the first service, I spoke about remembrance. How we should remember the people who have impacted us. And it was a wonderful time in the presence of God. And um, I'm excited to be here. And tonight is our last session. And uh, I know that God is doing wonderful things in this house. 
angels will be going home with you. You know, angels are real. May you see an angel soon. I've had the privilege of meeting them. I've not only read about angels, I've met them personally. May you meet an angel one of these days. And one thing about angels is that they minister. So in a service like this, sometimes it's not only the man of God, but an angel is also ministering. One day I went to preach somewhere, somebody took a picture. There was another person made like out of fire, standing by me in the picture. A real person, another person. It was an angel. So, in Hebrews 1, 7, the Bible says, he makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. So, sometimes they can, they can appear as fire. But this one was an angel in human form. And uh, there was like fire all around him in the photo. But apart from the photo, I've met them personally. And the last time I saw, I saw angels was about, was it four years ago? That some two angels came to where I was in the middle of the night. And they came to my, the house where I was in. The angels came there. And that experience made me understand a certain verse in the Bible. Hebrews 13, it says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels on our words. Now, I was sleeping in somebody's house that night. And the person that I was sleeping in his house, that night he had the privilege of two angels coming to the house to see me. They didn't come and visit me. It is me they came to see. But it's just that I was in the house. You understand me? So, I understood that sometimes when you host somebody, that person, because of his presence, angels can come to the place. That's why it says you must host people because some of them, they are actually moving with angels. Two angels walked into the house that night. Real angels. Talking, speaking, laughing. It was serious. So, the man was very happy that I, I came to sleep in his house. So, pray that one day I'll come and sleep in your house because they may be following me. So, they are real. They also minister. In Hebrews 1.14, the Bible says, are they not all ministering spirits? Which means they are spirits, they also minister. Send forth to minister to them who shall be heirs of salvation. So, in other words, once you are born again, you qualify for angelic ministration. And today, it is my prayer Everybody will live here with an angel following you. I said an angel will follow you home. He shall give his angels charge over you. Which means he will be like your personal bodyguard. Going home with you. I am saying this because when I stood behind the pulpit, all that I'm saying is not planned. I'm just talking. But the Holy Ghost said to me, today, everybody is going home with an angel. I said, you are going home with an angel. 
Somebody said, somebody said, ah, but how can I see this angel? You may be seated. How can I see this angel? You know, there are two ways to see the spirit realm. Either you have a vision or through the word of God. There is a, a parasite that causes malaria. It's called plasmodium. You cannot see it with your naked eye. You need a microscope. The word of God is the microscope of the spirit realm. It makes you see. So, whatever the word of God says about the spirit realm, it is showing you how it looks like. So, if God says angels minister, you don't have to see one. You just have to believe. And already you have seen one. Who has seen an angel right now? So, tonight, it is my prayer that angels will go home with you. Because according to the word of God, you are entitled to an angel. Psalm 91 says, he will give his angels charge over you. And there shall no plague come near your dwelling place. In other words, once you are born again, in fact, you qualify for an angel. Angelic protection. And their protection is not only physical. It's uh, spiritual, it's mental, it's all kinds of protections. So I pray that this tonight, God will do that. Amen. We also want to honor, um, I want to, want to salute uh, Bishop Joel for the good work, our chairman, for the good work that's going on here. All the churches that have been planted, everything. And of course, our prophet Bishop Dahiwad Mills that we honored this morning. This morning was his birthday, and I think we celebrated the birthday in style. And uh, you have to honor by, by, by what you say and by what you give. So I hope you give something. Something powerful or something weak. Really? Then you have done well. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. You know, this morning when I went to the church, some people came and they were telling me miracles that God had done. There was one lady, I remember she called me once in Ghana. She told me her son was suffering from schizophrenia. Right here in this church. But the interesting thing about this lady was that, you know, I was supposed to go for an all night and I was asleep. And I put my phone on silent because I had to rest for the all night. So I was resting. And 
surprisingly, the phone rang. But before the phone rang, I, was, I had a dream. In the dream, somebody came to me and told me, my son is suffering from schizophrenia. And I told the person that God will heal your son. That was when the phone rang. So when the phone rang, I, I was shocked that it could ring. I just picked it up. I woke up from sleep. Then there was this lady. She said, Prophet, my son is suffering from schizophrenia. I said, really? I said, don't worry. The power of God will touch him. And I said to her, this one, you can take it to the bank. Because I was just having a revelation. Yesterday, I told you that revelation is the mother of possession. So, the way I saw it, I knew that this one is done. 100%. So, we prayed. From that day to today. Today, came to see me. The son came to see me just this morning. He said to me, from that day to today, normal. Put your hands together for Jesus. Give him glory. Give him glory. Is the lady here? The lady can talk to me this morning. She's not here today, but she was at the service this morning. Ah, there she is with the son. God bless you. You see, there she is. So when she told me, then I remembered. So when we say destiny changer, changing destinies, somebody also brought a young son, a child, I mean, his son. He said, the last time you were here, you prayed for me, and this boy appeared. God gave me a baby, and this is the son. I said, wow, this is the destiny changer. So when I say destiny changer, I have seen so many destinies change that when I sing it, I sing it with faith and understanding. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Somebody here, today, your destiny will change. Remarkable change. You will never forget today. Well, let me introduce some books. This is a book that I wrote, Energy Drink. In life, you need energy. Yes, even to love somebody, you need energy. Because you can grow tired of your, your husband. When you look at his face, say, Willie. Had it not been for the church, I would not be sitting here. You, see? you are tired. <laughs> that is why you need energy. You need energy for high performance. Isaiah 42 verse 4 says about Jesus. He shall not fail nor be discouraged. Discouragement is a major source of failure. And when you are discouraged, you lose energy. So there are some people, they have lost excitement in life. I was telling the people during the first service. I had a generator. It wasn't working. 
I called the repairer. I said, why is it not working? He said to me, the generator is not excited. I said, ah, how? This powerful generator? He said, yes. So I said, how do you excite it? He took a wire, a little wire. He started touching some parts of the generator. And some small, small sparks started coming out. Sparks of fire, little sparks of fire. I said, what are you doing? He said, I am exciting the generator. After about a minute, this guy just, you no, know, just held the key and the generator was on. It was working. I said, wow. Today, I have come with some wires. You are powerful, but you need some excitement. Hey! You need some what? Excitement! The Holy Ghost has come with his wires. When your husband even touches you in the night, he says, Oh, Georgina, I'm a little bit tired. It's cool. You see, you need some excitement. Some guy came to see me. He was impotent. Oh, yes. The guy was impotent. And he didn't tell his wife. So when they married, they went for the honeymoon. The woman discovered that not knowing the guy, the power is off. Hey. They were very, very, very sad. So they came to see me. They married, they went. They, by Monday, Tuesday, they were back in my office. They were not in my church, in another church, but they came to see me. The wife was crying. The man was sad. I said, what's the problem? They said, the generator is not working. I said, don't worry. I have some wires. <laughs> it's called Holy Ghost wires. Holy Ghost wires. I removed my wires. Then, <laughs> then I told them. I said, go home. Tomorrow call me. Uh, the lady sent me a message the following day. He said, Pastor, my husband is moving like a cruise missile. Cruise missile. Hey! Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Look, the number of destinies I have personally seen God change is uncountable. So today is another day. Tonight, I just want to share a few minutes on this book, Revealed. It's a book I wrote this year. Is it this year? No, last year. Last year. Revealed, Unmasking Familiar Spirits. Very powerful book. And I just want to share a little bit from this book and then I'll be closing. It won't be long. Unfortunately, I don't have any copy. What I have, even this one is not mine, somebody's. And I took it and I... So if you want to get one, there will be, be a table at the back. Just write your name. 
before the week ends, the book will be in your hands. I'm going to tell my publishers in Grams Park, they will send it to your doorstep. Don't worry. Just write your name and your, is it, a, what else do we need? And your address. That's all. So you just pay for it, your address and your, your, your name. Hey, that one comes first. And your address. That's it. You know, I'm a prophet. And as a prophet of God, sometimes I have divine encounters. The reason why I wrote this book was because of a divine encounter that I had. Supernatural. One day I was praying in my room. It was around 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning, early morning. Suddenly, I saw two angels and three white horses. You know, when I say such things, you would think that's a film, but it's not a movie. It's a real thing, I'm telling you. It's not a dream. It's not a revelation. I'm talking about something as real as you. But I am not the only one. John, in the book of Revelations, he also saw horses. Revelations 19, verse 11. He said, Behold, I saw the heavens open and a white horse. He that sat on him was called Faithful and True. So, I am not the first nor the last. One of you also see that white horse. There was a brother, he heard me share on supernatural encounters like that, and he was praying to God. He said, God, I want you to take me to heaven to go and see the place because Bishop Kaka has been talking about heaven. So he said, as soon as he said that, before he realized, a horse, a white horse was standing by his bed. And the horse started talking. And the horse said, the Lord says I should bring you to heaven. First time in his life. So he told me, he got up and he sat on the horse. He said the horse was white, but when he sat on the horse, the horse turned, the horse turned brown. So he asked the horse, why have you turned brown? And the horse said, I reflect the holiness of the person who sits on me. The color of the holiness. Now when you sit on that horse, what color will that horse change into? <laughs> so, John saw this horse. This brother also saw a white horse. I've also seen a white horse. You are the next person to see a white horse. Who would like to see this white horse? He has been roaming around. So anyway, there were three white horses. And I saw two angels sitting on the, on the horse. So one horse was spared. So they called me. So I went out of my room. And the surprising thing is, I didn't go through the door. I walked through the wall. Up to now, I don't know whether it was my spirit that walked through the wall or it was my body that walked through the wall. But there was a walking. So, you know, it makes me remember that we shall be partakers of the powers of the world to come. So, I think this Batman, Superman, Iron Man is just pictures of who will be in heaven. In heaven, 
you will be like Batman, Superman, Iron Man. You appear, disappear, go through walls, fly in the air, everything. Ask your neighbor, Batman, how are you? Everybody will turn into a superhero. That's, that is the kind of supernatural bodies that we are going to have. Because I walked through the wall, whoop, and I was outside. I sat on this horse. The amazing thing about the horse was that the horse could gallop at a very fast speed, faster than a plane. And the interesting thing was the horses could ride on the sea. Yes. They could ride on the sea, ride on rivers, they could ride in the air. It was like they could ride anywhere. Sometimes they are in the air and they are just riding. Finally, we arrived in a very thick forest. Big trees. Then the ground opened. But before the ground opened, I remember then I asked one of the angels. I said, so why are we here? They said to me, the Lord has sent us to come and show you something and give you a message. That's why we are here. So angels, they are messengers. It was an angel that brought a message to Mary and told her that you are going to have a child. So they, are also, they also bring messages. So far you have been receiving WhatsApp and text messages. But may angels now bring you messages. Angelic messages. May you receive angelic messages. Look. The Christian work is a supernatural work. It's not a normal thing. So, the ground opened. When the ground opened, we descended into the ground. Like a shaft. So, we went down. We arrived in a circular room. In this room were pieces of wood. A lot of pieces of small ones like that. Heaped. So, when we got there, the angel said to me, the Lord says we should show you where familiar spirits come from. He said to me, familiar spirits, they come from underground. That is why we are here. He said, just to show you. And I was shocked because I had asked people, I mean, I knew about familiar spirits, but I never knew they come from underground. Then I said, so what about these pieces of wood? Then they said to me, these pieces of wood, every name on it is the name of somebody who uses a familiar spirit, including pastors. I said, whoa. But when they told me to pick the pieces of wood, I picked only two at that time. I saw two names. One I couldn't recognize, one I had heard of, but they didn't know personally. Then they said to me, one of the greatest uh, assaults of the enemy against the church is familiar spirits. So they said to me, the Lord would like you to talk about it, preach about it, write a book about it, so that the church of God will know what it is. Because not many people understand it. And they said to me, familiar spirits are afflicting the body of Christ. It's just that because people are not aware of it, their activities remain unchecked. So they said to me, 
This is what the Lord will have you to do. So that's why I wrote this book. Now the most extensive encounter of familiar spirits in the Bible can be found in First Samuel chapter 28. Where Saul went to battle against the Philistines. It says in verse 5. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart greatly trembled. Fear is the emotion. Trembling is the physical expression of that emotion. So fear came into his heart. So he began to pray. He was praying. But when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by urim, nor by prophets. Which means God can speak in various ways. He can speak through a dream. In Job 33 verse 14, the Bible says, God speaketh once, yea, twice, in a dream, in a vision of the night. So even in the night, God can speak to you. Like tonight, yesternight. Yesternight, before I even forget, you know, God said to me, spoke to me concerning his children in America. He started talking to me before I woke up. And the talking continued when I woke up. Like in a dream. Say, God speaks. And this morning he spoke to me. In fact, most of the time, every morning when I wake up, God talks to me. 90% of the time. If he doesn't talk to me, it's 10%. So, I, I, and what he said to me was that, he said to me, if my people want to have the victory in America, they should not use the tools of the world. He said they should not use the system of the world. Because the system of the world was developed by the world and is controlled by the devil himself. It is like uh, a gambling machine. The people who design the gambling machine, it is designed to make you poor and to make them rich. So you may feel that, oh, I'm going to make some money, but you didn't design the machine. So because they designed it, by all means, when you, 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 you gamble, you will lose. More people will lose than will gain because you didn't design it. So what he said to me was that my people have plugged into the wealth system and principles and methods. But that thing was designed by a spirit using human beings. And as long as they are playing and using the tools of the enemy, they can never win. Because you can't beat the devil on his own ground. It's not possible. Then he said to me, the only way they will have the victory is when they use biblical tools. Because that one, it means that you have taken away the whole war from the hands of the enemy into another realm where the rules are different. And that one, you are making the rules. So immediately, you have the upper hand. He said to me, that's the only way. So, you, for example, so you, can, you can choose somebody to marry based on the wealth system. How much money has she got? What is her figure? What is her color? 
I want somebody who is very light-skinned so that when the light goes off, I can locate it. I want somebody who has a deep voice and when he talks, and it's about seven-footer. When, when he talks, I feel something. He said, hello, girl. I've been dreaming about you the whole night. Because of the love I have for you, the doctor says my heart is expanding. <laughs> you see. It's, oh. <laughs> but those, that is the system of the world. In a biblical system, we don't use shape to select people. We use the word of God to select people. Put your hands together for that. That is what we use to select people. So immediately you start using the devil's tools. Already you have lost. It's like you are looking for me. And I don't have a mobile phone. I don't have an address. I don't, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Twitter. There's no photograph of me. You will never find me. Because I have refused to use the tools of technology. So you can never find me. But once I plug into that, finding me, Google, ah, that's the guy. Where was I? I was on that scripture. Yeah. He didn't, he said that the word answered him not, neither by dreams. And I said, God speaks through dreams. And I came to hear yeah, this part. This is just a diversion. But this, anyway, by the way, this is a prophecy. It's a master key. Like Bishop always says, look, don't owe anybody. Don't owe people. You see, that's the world system. That system is rigged. It looks normal, but it's rigged. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. He said, neither thy dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophet. The Urim and Tamim were two stones that were placed on the breast of the high priest. And it meant light and perfection. They were used to determine the will of God. Now, I believe that the Urim and Tamim is the conviction of the Christian. Those stones are in your heart. Sometimes you are going somewhere, something will tell you, don't go. That thing you call something is the urim and the thummim, the conviction, the anointing of God talking to you. And you must be sensitive to that thing. As you are sensitive to it, you will realize that God will begin to talk to you more because now you are responding. But when you shut it down, you never hear the voice of God. Because you don't grow. It said, neither by prophets. Verse 7. So there was no prophet to give him a prophecy to you. Verse 7. Then said Saul to his servants, seek me a woman that has a familiar spirit that I may go to her and inquire of her. The servant said unto him, behold, there's a woman that has a familiar spirit at Endor. Saul disguised himself 
and he put on other raiment. And he went, and two men with him, and they came to the woman by night. And he said, I pray thee, divine unto me by familiar spirit, and bring me him up, whom I shall name unto thee. His request was specific. He said, bring a familiar spirit. Let's talk to the spirit. We want to engage with the familiar spirit. You know, the Bible says, he disguised himself. He didn't want to be seen. Anybody who tells you, I love you, but don't tell anybody. Love in disguise. That person is not correct. Are you in the secret service or the CIA? Disguise love. So the question is, how did this familiar spirit come out? God, they are calling for a familiar spirit. So now, the familiar spirit is about to come out. Verse 13. And the king said to the woman, Be not afraid, whatsoever is thou. The woman said to Saul, I see gods, plural. This is not God. Gods, these are spirits. Ascending out of the earth. Now Saul said to the woman, of what form is he of? He said, these gods or spirits that are coming, these familiar spirits, how do they look like? He said, an old man cometh up and he is covered with a mantle. He said, I see an old man. He is covered with a kind of cloth. And Saul perceived that it was somewhere and he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. Now, when you don't know the Bible, you will think that this is somewhere. But it wasn't somewhere. It was a familiar spirit. I started by telling you that they come from underground. And here they are coming from underground. The Holy Ghost comes from heaven. Acts 2.2 2, There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Hell, Isaiah 49, from beneath is moved for you at thy coming. There are evil spirits under the ground. One of them is familiar spirits. In Philippians 2.10, the Bible says, every knee should bow at the mention of the name of Jesus. And it says, of things under the earth. Which means there are evil spirits under the earth. One of them is familiar spirits. What is that that's hissing like that? So, here they were coming from underground. But when they were coming, they started as gods. In other words, they, they, they started coming as a lot of evil spirits. They were all evil spirits. But by the time they hit the earth's surface, they transformed into a human being. For no marvel, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of life, light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed. They change into a human being. Not just a human being, a pastor. A prophet. Caught somewhere. They started coming from underground. They were gods. They came together. 
they turned into a human being. That Saul knew. When you don't read, if you don't read the Bible well, you would think that it was Samuel. But in 1 Chronicles chapter 10, verse 13, God himself recounted this incident and explained why Saul died in another book. That is why when you are reading the Bible, you cannot read just part of it. Because some of the answers are in other books. The Bible is like video cameras. Habakkuk is one camera here. John is another camera here. Matthew is another camera here. They are catching different views. For you to get the whole picture, you need all the cameras before you can see. So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord. Even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not. What was that? For asking counsel, not of the Holy Spirit, but of one that had a familiar spirit. And inquired not of the Lord. So God said, everything he saw, he heard. It wasn't me. Therefore, he slew him and turned the kingdom to David, the son of Jesse. So God explained the book of Chronicles. He said, it was supernatural, but it wasn't me. Powerful, but it wasn't me. The guy looked like Samuel, but it wasn't me. He said, they were following your spirits. They came from underground. In the book of Isaiah, there is a curse against a city called Ariel. And in one of the curses, God said in verse 4 to the city, he said, thou shalt speak out of the ground. He said, thy speech shall be low out of the dust. And your voice shall be as one, as a familiar spirit, out of the ground. And your speech shall whisper out of the dust. So God said to them, I will curse you in like familiar spirits. You come from underground. That's where they come from. Now the question is, why do they like, why do they come from underground? And one of the things they like most is to impersonate human beings. So a familiar spirit can come as a human being. And the Holy Spirit said to me, they like taking on human form because man was made out of the dust of the ground. So because they are coming out of the dust, they also take on that image as human beings and they appear. One of their jobs, main jobs, is impersonation. Or identity theft. They take on other people's identity. A familiar spirit can come as somebody you know who died some time back. So your family can come as your mother who is dead. As your friend who died. As a brother who died. They can appear in your dreams like that. And you would think that, oh, it's the person. But it's not a person. You are dealing with a familiar spirit. 
make them very dangerous. I had a friend, he's a pastor. One morning, I received a lot of phone calls, missed calls. He rushed to my house. He said, I'm in trouble. I said, what trouble is this? He said, I had a vivid dream. He said, a friend of mine who died, he came to my house. He knocked on the door. I opened the door, he was standing there. And he said, I've been sent to come and call you. Then he asked the man, where? The man said, the cemetery. He asked him, when? He said, now. Once I had a carpenter. He was called Owusu. That my carpenter, he likes money more than anybody in this world. And he never reduces his prices. And he died. And when he died, I had a dream once. He appeared in my dreams and he told me, I have come to repair something in your house. So I, I said, okay, Osu, I'll let you repair. So we were talking, I was, he was asking me what was sport and everything. So I was telling him what the job he was supposed to do, repair some doors, whatever, check some things. And then I asked him that, how much will you charge in the dream? And he said to me, it's for free. As soon as he said that, I knew it wasn't Owusu. So I said, hey, you, who are you? Because the real Owusu I know, he never works for free. So I asked him, I said, you, who are you? <laughs> as soon as I said that, he ran away. Then I knew that a familiar spirit had made an attempt to enter my house. But I saw him. But what gave him away was that he says for free. Sometimes some people have dreams. They see their dead mothers feeding them with yogurt. Some are drinking milk. Some are eating with their dead classmates. The question we have to ask ourselves is, who are these people? All I am saying is that a familiar spirit has the capacity to come as somebody who is dead and appear. And you would think it's a person. But it's not a person. You are dealing with a familiar spirit. I had a friend whose sister died. He had a dream that sister came to the house. Came to lie on top of him. Put her mouth on his mouth. And started moving things from his mouth into his mouth and into his stomach. Till his stomach was full. The sister died of cancer. This dear sister got up and walked to the door. He told me when my sister got to the door, she turned around, turned into an evil spirit and vanished. You see, it was a familiar spirit. But because the spirit came as their sister. He was very relaxed. But he was dealing with one. 
You see, in the Bible, it is unusual for the living to communicate to the, with the dead. It is called necromancy. There shall not be found amongst you a necromancer. In the story of Lazarus and the rich man, the rich man told Abraham, he says, send Lazarus. Let him send a message. Let him go over. Let him go to my brothers. Abraham said, they that will pass from hence to thence cannot. Neither can they pass to us that will come from thence. He says, it's not possible. He said, the dead cannot communicate with the living. So it is not time for the resurrection of the dead. So these dead people, who is calling them? Because First Thessalonians 4.16, it says, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. The voice of the, trump, of the archangel and the trump of God, and then the dead in Christ shall rise first. So if God is not calling them, who are these people and who called them? It's unusual. And what they do is that, you see, in dreams, some, one day they brought a woman. She couldn't walk to my office. So I asked her, what happened? And you, you cannot walk. She said, I had a dream once. Somebody came with a knife and came to cut my leg, my right leg. He said, Pastor, the interesting thing was I asked the, the person who was cutting. I was saying in the name of Jesus, in the name of, but he was still cutting. He said, he cut the leg and put it on my shoulder and walked out. He said, from that day, I became a cripple. I couldn't walk again. He said, when I woke up, that was it. They carried her to my office. So she was telling me the story. And I was listening. And I said, the devil has stolen your leg. But he came to steal. So I said, I will pray for you. When I started praying, the power of God hit her. She was in the chair like this. She fell down and started rolling on the ground, screaming, rolling, screaming, rolling. At a point, I said, rise up and walk. She jumped and started running. God healed her. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus. The power of God just hit her like that. While men slept, the enemy came. I asked myself, how did he come? Through their dreams. So, some of these things, they happen as dreams. Where people are injecting people, giving them food. See, but all those things, they are spiritual ministrations, deposits. All kinds of things are happening. Now, apart from impersonating dead people, they can also impersonate living people. People who are alive. Because they can take on the image of human beings. Dr. Nosh, last year, this year, no, last year, something bad happened. There are two Chinese pastors. Chinese pastors. I even flew to China to ordain them as reverend ministers, those Chinese pastors. They came to visit me in Ghana because they said, oh, they've never visited me before. So they've never been to Africa before. So they want to visit me. So these two Chinese pastors, they flew and they came to visit me in Ghana. Oh, we were very happy, moving, relating, everything. Because I, sometimes I go to China to go and preach for them. So I know them. They are my friends. 
Then, as we were relating, the second day, I realized that they had become a little bit cold. So, somehow, I was telling them about, I just released this book, so I gave them the book and I said, you know, I was telling them about familiar spirits. Then suddenly they say, hey, we have made a mistake. I said, what mistake is that? They said to me, Pastor, the very first day we landed in Ghana, the second day, my wife, uh, my wife had a dream. She said, my wife had a dream. In the dream, which my wife saw you, you were smoking marijuana. <laughs> Drinking and smoking marijuana. So, she told us. And when she said the story, we all said, hey, this pastor, there's something wrong with him. So they said, no, we have even made a mistake to come and visit this pastor. Not knowing he's not correct. So not knowing, they have started withdrawing. And I said, the devil is bad. At least give me Benson and Hedges, Camel or something. <laughs> but, five, five. But straight to marijuana. It's too far. Had I not spoken to them, it would have destroyed our relationship. And they would never have told me. They would have gone to China and go and tell all the pastors there that that guy is not correct. He's on drugs. You see, but it was the work of familiar spirits. Sometimes people don't talk to their mothers because they say they had a dream and they saw their mother removing their baby from their stomach and eating it. They said, I will never talk to my mother again. A man told me, he said, I've divorced my wife. I said, why? He said, I had a dream. My wife was sitting on my head. I said, I said to him, what was your wife doing sitting on your head? He said, ah, he was releasing feces on my head. He said, pastor, a lot of feces right on my, my eyes. <laughs> he, he said to me, He said to me, when I woke up, I said, this woman, I've divorced her. Today is the last day. A woman who comes to sit on the husband's head. I asked him, was he a lot? He said, hey, pastor. <laughs> Daria type flowing. Hey! What a big shock. Then I told him, look, you could be dealing with a familiar spirit. You see, many Christians don't understand that. So they take things at face value. In the spirit realm, you need a lot of discernment to navigate. Otherwise, the devil will deceive you. Because for no marvel, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 
When I used to pastor in Kumasi, one of the cities in Ghana, we had one of our branches. This is a lighthouse branch, not another church. There was a guy there who was, I mean, failing in life. Everything that he did, it wouldn't work. Then he had a dream. In the dream, somebody told him that it is your sister who is the cause of your struggles and downfall in life. This guy took a machete and cut off the sister's hands. Both hands. Off. Because in the dream, he saw the sister. And he said, ah, now we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but this one is flesh and blood. Friends are not talking. Sometimes mothers and children are not talking. Sometimes in families there is strife because of what people have seen. But what they don't know is that familiar spirits can take on the image of other people. Relationships have been destroyed. That was why Saul was deceived. Because he saw Samuel. But it wasn't Samuel. They started as gods. They came from underground. They were familiar spirits. Sometimes there are people even who dream. Somebody comes to sleep with them. Somebody you know. About a few months ago, a woman came to see me. She said to me, Pastor, my neighbor is troubling me. I said, your neighbor? What is your neighbor doing? He said, every night this man comes to have sex with me. I said, really? Your neighbor, do you know him? He said, no, I don't know him. But every night he's in my bedroom. He said, that man is a wizard. And I said, listen, a familiar spirit can appear as your neighbor. Maybe poor man. He knows nothing about it. Then I told her, the fact that you saw your neighbor does not mean it's your neighbor. A brother told me, he said, when I dream, a certain woman comes to have sex with me. I enjoy it so much that when she doesn't come, I become very sad. <laughs> he said to me said the interesting thing is that I said pastor when she doesn't come I become very sad look if somebody is married and a familiar spirit is sleeping with your wife or husband like that that person will lose desire for you These spirits, they are dangerous. And they are roaming around. Undetected. Doing whatever they want to do. Because they can take on the image of real human beings. A woman who came to see me, she wanted to have a child. 
But every time she conceives, she will have a dream and this particular man will come and sleep with her and then she will miscarry. And then she will miscarry. Then I said to her, listen, this one, I think it's an evil spirit. We prayed, we prayed. And by the grace of God, after that prayer, now she has given birth. closing. I'm closing. I want to say a few words and I'll close. The second thing I want to say about familiar spirits is that they are religious. And it is all part of the camouflage. That's why it is difficult to detect them. Anytime you see familiar spirits operating in the Bible, they are operating around the church. They don't operate outside the church, but around the church. This familiar spirit, when he came, he started counseling Saul. In verse 18, he said to Saul, because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executed his fierce wrath against Amalek. First of all, when he came, he came as a pastor. He was wearing his clerical collar. Yes, he came as a pastor. He came as a bishop with his bishop's heart and his staff. Because he didn't come as a pickpocket. He came as a man of God. And when he came, he rather started counseling Saul, don't be disobedient to God. When God tells you to do something, do it. Don't be a bad boy. He rather was canceling so. So, sometimes when they are operating through people, they can operate through people who are religious. They go to church. Some of them are pastors. They minister. But sometimes the spirit that is working is a familiar spirit. In the book of Acts, Acts 16, 16, Paul said, It came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, which means young girl, possessed with the spirit of divination, met us. And one thing they do is that they divine. But I won't go there tonight. They divine. Which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Apart from that too, they can prophesy. From your spirits. The same followed Paul and us, and Christ saying, these men are servants of the most high God who show unto us the way of salvation. This she did many days. When Paul got to the place, very religious, this girl with familiar spirit came and said, Ah! You are a man of God. Say prophecy. Word of knowledge. Correct. It was true. Paul was a man of God. Paul was very impressed. Then she told Paul, What are you here for? I'm here to... Preach? The girl said, I will preach with you. Don't worry. I will help you. So when Paul is coming to preach, this is the girl who introduces Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a great man of God here who is going to preach to us. His name is Apostle Paul. Clap for Apostle Paul! But the girl has familiar spirits. When they are doing evangelism house to house, this girl is inside. They are doing house-to-house evangelism. She's inside fully. 
And Paul didn't know. Why? A pastor, you're going to plant a church. Someone says he will help you. You'll be happy. If this girl could deceive Paul, then you. But after many days, which means maybe six months, Paul could not tell that this is a familiar spirit. Why? Because the girl is highly religious. Evangelism, prayer, preaching, introduction, praise and worship, everything. Assyrian. Paul being grieved. Suddenly Paul had the revelation inside him that no, this is a familiar spirit. Turn and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of it. And he came out the same hour. Imagine you are a missionary and the person you meet that you convert to come and help you, not knowing he has a familiar spirit. And it's your assistant. You are finished. Very religious. They preach. They prophesy. They counsel. They go for witnessing. So you see, a familiar spirit can be in somebody and be doing all these things. So you will never know that this is a familiar spirit. Very dangerous. There is a man in the Bible, he's called Balaam. Numbers chapter 22 down to 24, the Bible talks about him. He's a prophet. A man of great signs and wonders. When you read Numbers, you will think that he's a genuine man of God. But he's not. Peter called him the false prophet. Joshua called him the soothsayer. That man was using familiar spirit. So, there are people roaming around the body of Christ. Sometimes they have supernatural gifts. They preach. They do everything. You may think that they are men of God, but they are not. Because those spirits are highly religious. It takes discernment. The only way you can see the devil is not through the gifts of the spirit, but through the fruit of the spirit. By the fruit, you shall know it. That is the key. But if you look at the power, the signs, the wonders, you'll be deceived. This woman had all. The only thing the devil cannot imitate is the fruit of the Spirit. But as for the gifts of the Spirit or the power of God, the devil is highly capable of imitating all and to a very high level. You can even go to churches now, people call the dead people to come and give directions. Yes, somebody will say, oh, your dead mother is going to speak through somebody in a church. And somebody will get up. And the mother will start talking. A brother came to see me in South Africa. He said to me, listen, I went to church. 
And my dead mother spoke. I said, how did he speak? He said, oh, there was a girl. She stood up and I heard my mother's voice, my mother's real voice. And my mother turned and pointed to a certain lady in the church. And he said, marry this woman. He said to me, Pastor, I don't want to marry the woman. I don't like her at all, but because my mother has said it. I said, you are a fool. Said it was not your mother, it's a family spirit. These spirits are roaming around, they look like Christians, they act like Christians, they come like people you know, they come like whatever people you know who are dead, they are ministering, they are talking, they are making soup for you, they are doing all kinds of things for you. But sometimes. They are ministering death. So as I close tonight, some of you have already remembered some of your dreams. You say, yeah, pastor. I have good news for you. It's only in the spirit realm that there is time travel. You can travel through time. You can go to the past. You can go to the present. You can go to the future. Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, forever. You go into yesterday, he's there. Today, he's there. Tomorrow, already, he's there. Time travel. This spirit told Saul, he said, you will die tomorrow. In verse 19, he said, Tomorrow, moreover, the Lord will deliver Israel, the host of Israel, into the hands of the Philistines. You and the host means the army. And said, tomorrow, both you and your two sons, they shall be with me. He said, you will die tomorrow. But because Saul felt that this was God, because he felt that this one, I know the person. So it must be correct. This is my own pastor who died, who is talking. So it must be correct. He said nothing. He did nothing. The following day, he died on Margilboa. He was spiritually assassinated. He died. But you know, words that have been spoken, things that have been planted in the past, in the present, in the future, they can be removed. Yeah. God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1, 10, see, in verse 9 he said, and the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. See, verse 10, he said, I have this day said the over nations and over kingdom to root out. Which means there are some words that have been spoken 15 years ago. Already they've grown. They've grown. But in the spirit realm, we can go back to 2000 and remove things that have been planted. Put your hands together for Jesus. Root out. Pull down. Destroy. Throw down. These are all destructive activities. That's why there are more weeds than flowers. 
move them. Then he said, build and plant. Because after you clear the land, you must plant something there. So as I close, some of us, familiar spirits have already ministered to us already. But it is time to go back and do what? Remove them. Your mouth is the caterpillar God is going to use to remove. Because he touched his mouth and said, with this your mouth, you can remove it. Matthew 15, 13. Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted out. Are you ready to pray? As we pray, we pray in tongues. Maybe you will remember, the Holy Ghost will let you remember some things. Happened in the past. Words spoken. Whatever. You want to remove those things in the name of Jesus. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. The question is, what weapon is that? Every time. Words people have spoken physically, in dreams, whatever. They are all words. One day I had a dream. A doctor came and showed me a, a, a sheet of paper. He said to me, all these diseases, you have it. He said, all these diseases, you have it. You are sick. All these things, you have it. In the dream, I said, me. I said, I can never have diseases. I said, it's not me. I said, I refuse it in the name of Jesus. But some of us, when we, we have such things sometimes in dreams, we wake up and say, ah, I'm afraid. When God says, I'll put my words in your mouth. To do what? Foot out. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise up in judgment against you. Anyone who wants to judge the course of your life, say it shall not be well. Your marriage shall not be well. It shall not be with your children. You rise up and say, I refuse it in the name of Jesus. How can you go to church, somebody's ministry, and say, you, you will die next week. You, there's something wrong with you. you, when, you are having, when you are having children, you, it, you, there will be troubles. You, uh, you can have an accident. You, you can do this. When Jesus said, I am come, I've come that they might have life, you are sharing death. And you can be there and say, ah, this is a man of God. One day a woman came to see me, very worried. He said, pastor, I pray for myself. Why? He said, I will die next week. I said, who told you you will die next week? He said, a prophet told me that I will die next week. I said to him, whoever said that thing, it's an evil spirit that used that prophet to tell you that thing. Since when Jesus go around, he saw Bartimaeus. He said, Bartimaeus, you, you are cursed, don't you? Oh, there's no hope for you. Then he saw Martha and Mary and Lazarus. He said, hey, Lazarus is dead. Martha, you, your family, breast cancer, <laughs> you are finished. problem Jesus didn't solve. He kept his mouth shut. If you can't solve my problem, don't add to it. Keep your mouth shut. 
Sometimes they are using pastors to minister death. Say, so you, your marriage, you have problems. It will never work. I can't imagine Peter seeing somebody say, you, the witches in your house, you will never work. He says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. They are talking through people. So for a few minutes, rest to your feet and begin to pray for yourself. Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted. There are things people have said. When you are asleep, when you are awake, words are seeds. The Bible says, words that have been spoken, evil words. It said you must root it out. Lift up your voice and root it out. Saul said nothing, so he died. Pray for yourself. Sometimes in your, even in a dream, you can see your children. And somebody will come and say something very negative. That your child will die. Or you will see something very negative. That your husband will run away or whatever. All those things, you must pray against them and refuse it. Every plan. Which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted out. Which means there are things God did not plant. They have to be rooted out. Pray for yourself. Pray for your loved ones. Pray for your children. Pray for your husband. Pray against any evil word that has been spoken against you. Just pray. When Peter spoke negative words to Jesus, Jesus didn't say, oh, ask for Peter. Sometimes he can say nonsense. He turned around and said, get deep behind me, Satan. He refused. Every plan which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted out. The sea is the word. 
words of evil words of death pictures of evil no way you had a dream you saw your marriage didn't work you had a dream you saw that somebody had died you had a dream you saw that you are you were you 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 were at the cemetery they were burying you refuse it in the name of jesus no weapon no weapon no weapon no weapon formed against you shall prosper miracle worker miracle worker come and do a miracle a miracle today come and do a miracle a miracle today destiny changer destiny changer destiny changer come and change a destiny a destiny today come and change a destiny a destiny today your name is Yahweh your name is Yahweh you're the miracle working God your name is Yahweh your name is Yahweh your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come on. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do. A miracle, a miracle today. Destiny changer, destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Listen. I gave you a few minutes to pray. I said, remove everything that has been planted. Now you want to sow good seeds. In Luke 11, 8, Jesus said, the seed is the word. Proverbs 18, 20, it says, a man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. In other words, words are seeds that produce fruit. With the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Which means that 
how much you have depends on the quantity of words you speak. The harvest is determined by the quantity and quality of the words. I want you for a few minutes to plant good seeds in your life. Speak to yourself. Speak blessings to yourself. Speak into your future. Prophesy to yourself. Say what you want your future to be like. Speak. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Talk about your children. Talk about your marriage. Talk about your study. Talk about your finances. Talk about your ministry. Talk about your work of God, your, 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 your service to God. Say good words about yourself. It is planting time. God said to Jeremiah, Plant! Plant, Jeremiah! Don't wait for me. Confess good things about yourself. Your health. Your Christian life. Your family. Your blessings. Your future. Don't wait for an evil spirit to determine your future. Say it yourself. Frame your future yourself. Words are seeds. The seed is the word. Oh, prophesy to yourself. Make a good confession about yourself. Don't wait for somebody to come and talk about you. Talk to yourself. What about you that don't say it? Say it for yourself. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. You know, words are powerful. One day I was playing golf with a guy. And I lost my ball. And he was laughing. Then I said to him, the next ball that you play, it will fall in the river. The next one you play will fall in the bush. The third one you will play will go out of bounds. You will not find the ball again. I said, these three things will happen. He said, it's not true. Very good golf player. He stood there. Straight to the river. Put the next one there. Pew! Straight to the bush. He put the third one there. Pew! Out of bounds. Ball lost. I won the game.
This was a game. You see, and it was very good. So he could never believe that. So from that day, when we were playing, he said, please, I beg. <laughs> we are playing. No worries. Let's just enjoy the game. This one is not a game. This one is the church of God. I'm going to pray over this oil. You know, God called Jeremiah the prophet. He called him. And he said to him, he said, the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. He said, see, I have this day set thee over nations and over kingdoms. The guy was about 15 years old. But God said, the power I've put in your mouth, it will determine the course of nations. A 15-year-old boy. Then he said, anything you remove, Jeremiah, is removed. Anything you plant is planted. Today, I want to pray over this oil. And as a prophet of God, when I finish, I will lay my hands on you. Two things will happen. Every plant my heavenly father has not planted will be removed from your life. I said it will be removed from your life. Every blessing will speak will be planted. Luke 8.5, it says, A sower went out to sow. Sowing is deliberate. Today we are going out to sow. This sower was not sowing corn. He was sowing the word of God. A sower went out to sow. And Jesus said, The seed is the word. Today, I want to be a sower. Sowing is a deliberate action. He said, he stood up. He said, I am sowing. A sower went out to sow. Today, we are going out to sow purposefully. Today, I sow good marriages. I sow anointing. I sow breakthroughs. I sow miracles. I saw healings. I saw promotion. I saw lifting up. I saw signs and wonders. I saw good children. I saw the blessing of God. I saw the peace of God. The joy of God. The love of God. The wisdom of God. The riches of God. The anointing of God. The favor of God. The protection of God. A soul went out to soul. A soul went out to soul. Today, as a soul, I am out to soul. Deliberate, intentional. And what you plant is what you reap. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. What is the oil? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray over this oil.
You call Jeremiah the prophet. You say, Jeremiah, you are a spiritual farmer. Go out in the midst of my people. Remove that which has to be removed. Plant that which has to be planted. Father, today I pray, I say, behold from your holy heaven. I pray over this oil. Today I come out as a farmer. A spiritual farmer. First thing we want to do, Lord, is to remove the weeds. As I lay hands on your people with this oil, I root out curses. I root out failure. I root out sin. I root out confusion. I root out discouragement. I root out poverty. I root out fear. I root out deportation. I root out curses. I root out evil things. I root out diseases. I root out demons. I root out evil things. Evil dreams. Demonic seeds. Demonic ideas. Demonic plans. Demonic pits. I destroy them. In the name of Jesus. Satanic traps. I destroy them. Satanic snares. I destroy them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray over this oil. Your word says the seed is the word. I pray over this oil. May this oil carry spiritual seed. The seed of the word of God. Let your people prosper. Let your people prosper. Let your people prosper. Let your people serve you. Let your people love you. Seeds of love. Seeds of peace. Seeds of the anointing. Seeds of the word of all God. Seeds of the work of God. Seeds of finances. Seeds of houses. Seeds of breakthroughs. Seeds of success. Seeds of promotion. Seeds of healing. Seeds of open doors. Seeds of favor. Seeds of deliverance. Seeds of the upper hand. Seeds of upliftment. Seeds of deliverance. Seeds of babies. Seeds of passing exams. Seeds of excellence. Seeds of joy. In the name of Jesus. As I lay hands on your people, Lord. Every good seed that it germinates. Because the Bible says when the soul was sowed, it sprang forth. In the days to come, let it spring forth. I pray for good marriages. Seeds of good marriages. Happy marriages. Loving marriages. Wonderful children. Anointed children. Children who fear God. Children who serve God. Children who love the work of God. Children who are pastors. Evangelists. Prophets. Churches. Branches. Full time pastors. Men of God. Anointing. Let there be houses. Let there be houses. 
I uproot the cancer of death. Amen. We cancel all deaths. In the name of Jesus. Let these seeds germinate, manifest, and bring forth fruit. Amen. My work is going to be very simple. Within the next 15 minutes, I would have closed the service. We are going to come very fast. We start from here. When you come, you don't stop. You just keep on walking fast. So, we start from here, go there, and when you finish, you go through this aisle and go around and come and sit back. So, within 15 minutes, we are finished. If a small boy of 15 years old who was not born under the New Testament could shape the destiny of nations, then a man born under the New Testament, not under the Old Covenant, surely my words will carry power. Miracle worker, miracle worker, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Listen, man was made out of the dust of the ground. So you are soil, and the seed is the word. That is why it can germinate in your life. The ashes will help. We start from here very fast. Then after, we start from, we start from the back. Okay, we can start from the back very fast. Then we start from here. We start from the back very fast. Then we come to the front. But when you are coming, everybody should meet my hand like this. So those who are coming here, go this way. Those who are coming, yes. You also... Go this way. But make sure you come from this direction. Because my hand is towards this direction. Is that okay? Yes. Listen. The Bible says, the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. The weapons I'm, I'm deploying tonight, they are not natural weapons. They are spiritual weapons. These are the weapons of the sower. That's what I'm releasing now. The weapons of the sower. Deliberately removing. Deliberately planting. No beautiful garden grows by accident. It's deliberate. So we are going to do it very fast. I've already prayed. When I touch you. Mm. Hold on. When I call you, then you come. Destiny changer. Destiny changer, come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Miracle worker, miracle worker, miracle worker, come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. 
Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Pastor Michael. I don't know whether I talked about a good marriage. May you receive, those who are not married, may you receive a beloved in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. When Naomi, when Ruth met Boaz, Naomi said to Ruth, yes, Naomi said to Ruth, he said, the man cannot sleep until the matter is settled. The man who is supposed to marry you, may he never be able to sleep until the matter is settled. <laughs> he cannot sleep until the matter is what? Settled. He can't sleep. Sleepless nights. He said, I have to marry this girl by force. I can't sleep. Sleepless nights. Some of the guys, they are always postponing their wedding because they are sleeping freely. Snoring. Saliva is coming from their mouth. From today, you can never sleep. Until the matter is what? Set <laughs> Those who don't have jobs, Father, may they receive jobs in the name of Jesus. Those who need green cars, they need American passports, Father, by this oil, may they receive it in the name of Jesus. Destiny changer, destiny changer, come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh, your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Don't stop. Keep on walking. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny changer, destiny changer, destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change, come and change a destiny, a destiny today. 
come and change our destiny, our destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Every sickness, every disease, I remove it from your body. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yah. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Faster. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Destiny. Destiny changer. Destiny changer, come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Miracle worker, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny, destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change your destiny, your destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Ramayala basata kabari, basata kabari, basata. Ramaya la ba la ba ya la ba la ba la ba ya la ba la ba la ba la ba la ba la ba la ba. Oh, your name is Ramaya la ba sataka. Ramaya la ba sataka ba ya la ba la ba la ba la ba la ba la Ramaya la ba la ba la. Miracle worker, miracle worker, miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. 
Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny, destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change, come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Oh, come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Destiny, destiny changer. Destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle a miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Miracle welcome. Miracle welcome. Miracle welcome. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Destiny. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Your name is Your name is Oh, you're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Working 
come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Ooh, you're the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Ooh, you're the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle-worker. Miracle worker, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny, destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You, you are, are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You, you are, are the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle-worker. 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 Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny, destiny changer, destiny changer. Lord, change destinies tonight. Destinies that have removed frozen for five years, ten years, fifteen years. Change the destiny. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Something has changed with the sound. I don't know whether it's the tone of the keyboard or what. But something has changed. Whatever you did. Come back to your original key. Your keyboards. You know, God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. This laying on of hands and this oil and these declarations, things are moving in the realm of spirit. Trees are being removed. Seeds are being planted. The miracle worker is here. These are not idle words. The power of God has been released heavily in the days to come and in the years to come. You are going to experience 
the destiny changer. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Put your hands together, you may be seated. Before I close, yesterday I believe I gave us some envelopes. Some people said they would give 200. Some they said they would give 100. Some of you were not here when I was giving this special offering. It's not only words that are seeds. The money is also a seed. 2 Corinthians 9.6 He who soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. Even so, let him give. Money is also a seed. So before I receive this, maybe we're not here yesterday when I, I gave out envelopes for 200 or 100 Ghana cities. Can I have some envelopes? But tonight, you want to give 200 or $100 to the Lord. 200 or $100 to the Lord. Please come for my envelope before we pray over these envelopes. These are also seeds. 200 or $100 seed to the Lord tonight. Maybe you were not here, or maybe you were here, but today you want to give $200 or $100 seed to the Lord. Please come. Every seed has a chemical composition. It's the chemical composition that determines whether it turns out as pepper, or mango, or guava, or flowers. Today, we are going to go into genetic engineering. When I finish this seed, you will lift it up and pray. And you will genetically modify the seed by your words. Speak over the seed. And tell the Lord that when I plant this seed, this is what I want to see. It's called genetic engineering. Jacob manipulated the seed of sheep. To see what he wanted to see. You can manipulate the seed of your offering. Through prayer. And you will see. What you want to see. I think I gave up to $50. So you can give $50. Come for my envelope. I think tonight we are going to see so. $50. You want to give. Please come. The rest will be an offering because then I have to share too many envelopes. So the rest will just be at the other offering. And as you take this seed, speak to the seed. Like the way scientists can take seeds and modify them and turn them to something else. Your words can modify this seed, turn it from money into a human being. Turn it from money into anointing. 
turn it from money into wisdom. When you see a seed and you see the fruit, there doesn't seem to be any relationship between the two. Something has taken place. Something has taken place. Father, we thank you. We bless you. All over this place, if I have some envelopes left, you don't have 50, you don't have 100. But whatever amount you want to give, come and take my envelope. Don't bring it now, we'll pray. Whatever you want to give, come for my envelope. Until it is finished. Whatever you want to give, come for my envelope. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Destiny. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yah. Lift up your seed. Begin to pray over it. You want to genetically modify this seed. Pray to the Lord and tell him, Lord, as I give this seed, this is what I want to see. Pray that God will turn your seed into whatsoever you sow, which means it's a blank check. Whatsoever, there's no description. This seed can produce all expenses paid wedding. It can produce excellence in education. It can produce wisdom. It can produce a house. It can produce anything. This seed can produce it. Pray over your seed. It's a spiritual seed. Whatever you are believing God for, tell him that you sow this seed in faith. That you may see that which you are believing him for. Father, we thank you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for the seed. Money is a seed. Your word says, your word says, whatsoever a man sows. Which means, it depends on the man. What he reaps is dependent on what he says he's sowing. Today, your people have told you 
what they are sowing. Let this seed not fall to the ground. Let this seed not be eaten by birds. Let this seed not be choked by tongues. Let this seed not fall on rocky ground. I pray that this seed will fall on fertile soil and bring forth fruit 150, 30, 60 fold to the praise and glory of your holy name. Amen. Shall we take the offering? Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Please bring it. Come and put it here. Miracle. Put it in front of the pulpit for me. Just bring the offering. Just put it in front of the pulpit. You remove the basket after we'll fill it. Please just bring the offering and put it in front of the pulpit for me. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny. A destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are You're the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Yahweh. Those who are paying by phone, you can pay on phone. Online. Your name is Yahweh. Text to pay. Your name is Yahweh. Yahweh. Those who are paying by phone, you text to pay. You can pay. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Those paying by phone, please use number six. Option six. Those paying by phone, use option six. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is you're the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Your name is You're the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle! Miracle-worker. Miracle-worker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny, destiny changer, destiny changer. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Come and change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is. You're the miracle-working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. 
Your name is You're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Where are the ashes? Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Before I close, some people have my book's envelope. Please, if you have it, bring it to me. If you have it with you, please. I gave out 25 books yesterday. I preached on Victory Secrets the first day. He wrote your names. So, what's going to happen? Pastor Bonds, you are in charge. Please come. Pastor Bonds, please come. Yes. Just give him the envelope. He will, he will hand over to me, so he will receive it. I don't want to receive it and to bring confusion. You're a miracle-working girl. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. What's that, David? You have to be fast. Today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Destiny changer. Destiny changer, come and change your destiny, the destiny today. Pastor Bonzi, come and change your destiny, the destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Oh, you are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. 
You're the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle work. Shall we stand to our feet? Tonight, diseases have been uprooted. Amen. Sicknesses have been uprooted. Amen. Demons have been uprooted. Amen. The blessing of God has come down. Put your hands together for Jesus. Give him glory. Where is my volume? It seems to be going down. Dr. Nosh, my work is done for tonight. This laying on of hands is the most dangerous of them all. The weapons of our warfare. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.